Hi, and welcome back to the Teach for the Heart podcast, where we tackle teaching challenges from a biblical perspective. Why are we here? Because we don't believe that our spiritual walk and teaching profession should exist in two separate domains. Rather, the hope we have in Christ should change how we approach everything, not just at home, but at school as well. So join us as we explore both the spiritual and practical sides of key teaching challenges, integrating them together so we can succeed at teaching, glorify God, and make a lasting difference in our students' hearts and lives. Well, welcome to this new series on finishing the school year strong strategies for making those final weeks count. And I do want to say an official congratulations to making it through the school year to May. Now, depending on where you teach, you might have just a couple short weeks left or you might still have over a month. But in either case, we are rounding that final bend and sprinting towards home. And we wanted to create a series for you that helps encourage you to stay strong, finish well, and gives you some specific strategies for how to do that. Before we dive into that today, though, I wanted to say an extra special thank you, specifically on this Teacher Appreciation Week. And I want to let you know that we have a special bundle of resources that we have put together for you for Teacher Appreciation Week that is 100% free. We've collaborated with a whole bunch of other teachers and teacher authors and people that love teachers and have put together this bundle, and we want to give it to you as our gift this week. Uh, Make sure you do download it now. It's at teachfortheheart.com slash thanks. So head to teachfortheheart.com slash thanks and download your free teacher appreciation bundle. So in this series, we are talking about how we can finish strong and make these final weeks count. And the first thing that we want to tackle is just the question of who can we finish strong? How do we finish strong? Um, And is it worth it? Uh, You know, am I just going to limp over this finish line? And, you know, as I say that, this image is popping in my mind of me running a marathon at 16 weeks pregnant. I did not intend to run at 16 weeks pregnant. I was already over halfway through the training when I found out that I was pregnant, but I got the medical approval and I went on. And I had this image in my mind that I was going to cross that finish line with like hands raised and be like, yes, I did it. And it was going to be this like high of a moment. I was going to feel amazing. And I wish I had a video of me crossing this finish line because that was not the reality. The reality was I barely made it across that finish line. And as soon as I did, I literally just like collapsed collapsed. I walked like a few more steps and like lie down in the grass and I was just done. My husband said I looked miserable and I was like, well, I felt pretty miserable. I was glad I had accomplished it, but I I literally just barely made it. So I, if you feel like that, if you feel like Linda, I am running this marathon of the school year and I feel like I am barely making it. I don't know if I can cross that finish line. Whew. I can feel you, and a lot of us are feeling that right now. And if that's you, if all you can do is just keep running, this podcast is not here to make you feel guilty, to make you feel like you're not doing enough. This podcast is to encourage you to keep going and to do what you can in these final weeks, whether it is a all-out sprint to the end or whether it's just keep putting one foot in front of another. 
because honestly, I I told you I barely crossed that finish line, but I still met my goal. I still actually still beat my goal of the time I wanted to have. And I did it. It was just a lifelong goal to just do it, right? And so just keep going. Do what you can. And I hope that this series will help you be able to finish in a way that you look back and you might say, it wasn't pretty, but I did it by the grace of God. So the first thing I want to talk to you about today is just kind of the why and the how we can keep going when we're not so sure if we can. All right, so let's dive into this. So often, the final weeks of school can feel so overwhelming that we kind of feel like my literal only goal is to make it, right? But if we are just literally surviving, we're not continuing to strive, we are missing some huge opportunities that the final weeks bring. And my encouragement is that some of the things I'm going to share in this series, they don't need a lot of time. I will pr- I will give you some ideas if you have time of things that you can do, but I'm not asking you to invest a whole lot of extra time because you don't have that right now. But I am encouraging you to put in a little bit of intentionality to say, this is the amount of time and energy I have. How can I best use them? So the couple things that we're going to be covering in this series, why why these last weeks matter. There are three things that are particularly, that we really can focus on these last weeks to help us finish strong and also set us up for a great summer and a a better school year next year. So first of all, these last weeks of school are an opportunity to make a final impact on our students. You've been spending hours with these students throughout the school year and you know them better now than you did in the fall right than you did in the winter then you have put in so much time and effort and you've built up relationship capital this is the time to kind of cash that in and make those final impacts on your student right god has called you to this classroom for these students for this time and that time is almost up. So these few last weeks are a precious time where you can make a final impact on their lives. So don't forget to keep your eyes open for those opportunities. We're going to dive into that more, um, a little bit more specifically next week. The second thing that we can do in these final weeks is this is a great time to, first of all, I said, make an impact. Secondly, though, to reflect. In particular, this is a great time of year to reflect on what's gone well this year, what hasn't gone well, and then make some written notes while it's still fresh in our minds. Sometimes we say, oh, I'll think about it, you know, in the summer or later. When the summer comes, we're often just done and that may or may not happen. So this is a perfect time to spend a little bit of time towards the end and maybe just the very beginning of the summer, but some intentionality, some planning on when can I reflect? What do I want to reflect on? So that's another thing that we'll focus on in an episode of this series. And then third, this is a great time as as we get towards the end of the series and summer is about to start. We're also going to talk about making a plan for how to use our summertime so that it's restful and productive and you feel refreshed and ready for next school year. I don't know if you've ever um, had this experience where you're like, oh, I'm going to have this great summer and in your mind you have all these things you want to do and then, you know, it's like August 1st and you realize, 
I didn't do all these things I wanted to do. It was, you know, it, I kind of just the summer went. I don't know where where it went. It, it goes so fast. Uh, so we're going to talk some about how we can plan a little bit for our summer so that the things that we really want to do and the things that we care most about are prioritized and we don't get to, you know, the week before school starts and, and feel disappointed at the things that we missed. So that's a, those are a few of the things that I think are so valuable about the last few weeks of school and things that we're going to focus on in more detail in the rest of the series. What I want to do with the rest of this episode, though, is to talk about what do you do if you're just done? What if you feel like I did in mile 24 and 25 of that marathon and you say, I am barely making it. I am barely putting one more foot in front of the other. I'm not going to tell you to do more. I want to encourage you to renew your strength in the Lord. And I want to just leave, this could, we could go on this for a long time, but I want to just share a few verses um, specifically related to a few different things you might be feeling. So first of all, if you're feeling tired and exhausted, here's a verse for you. Isaiah 40, 31. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. They will mount up with wings like eagles. They will run and not be weary. They will walk and not faint. I know you've probably heard that verse a million times, but I want you to key in on the truth. Those who wait on the Lord renew their strength. We have to renew our strength in him. When we are exhausted, we need to go to him. He is the source of our living water. He is the source of our strength. There's so many other verses I could pick out too that tell us to run to Jesus when we are tired, when we don't think we can do it, when we're exhausted, and he will help us. So that is my encouragement for you if you are tired and don't know if you can keep going. Next one is anxious. If you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling worried about specific situations in general or just all that you have to do between now and the end of the year. Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Lately, I mean, this happens all the time, but it seems like it's more lately. I've been, you know, hit with these bursts of anxiety or fear, and this verse is so helpful. It reminds us we anxiety and fear are not from God. We are called to turn to Him and cast on another First Peter five seven right, casting all our anxieties or our cares upon Him, for He cares for you. We are to once again bring them to God and say, God, this is what I'm worried about. This is what is concerning me. I'm going to trust you with it and then allow that peace to replace the anxiety and fear that's in our hearts. Here's the next one. What if you are feeling fed up? You are fed up with people. You're having trouble getting along and you're just getting really frustrated. I love Colossians 3, 12 through 14. Therefore, as God's chosen ones, holy and dearly loved, put on compassion kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if you have a quarrel against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are also to forgive. And above all, put on love, which binds us together in perfect unity. And let the peace of God 
to which you are called in one body, rule in your heart and be thankful. Wow, there is so much in those verses. A few things that stand out to me is, first of all, this starts with, you are God's chosen one, holy and dearly loved. Be confident in what God says you are. That helps us not worry so much about what other people think. And then the things that he asks us to put on, whenever I'm wondering, you know, should I be getting up in arms? You know, I, I, I just, I just am frustrated. I want to snap back. Compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience. And my favorite phrase in this whole thing, bear with one another. Gotta bear with, I gotta bear with you as I would want you to bear with me. So helpful. All right. And the last one, discouraged might just be feeling discouraged. You might be in situations that you say, these situations don't make sense. I don't know why this is happening. I'm discouraged. I don't see what God is doing or why he would allow this. So many verses I could bring, but I couldn't not bring Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Do not give up. Do not uh, just trust that God is working. And if you feel like you can't, run to him and talk to him about it. Tell God your feelings. Wrestle with him about it and allow him to minister to your heart. So the one common denominator in all of these is run to Jesus. And I'm going to leave you with a song recommendation. (laughs) Um, If you have not heard the song, Jesus Strong and Kind, if you're struggling with any of these things, Go uh, do yourself a favor, go on YouTube, go on Spotify, look up Jesus Strong and Kind, listen to that song. It is the gospel in a nutshell. It is so refreshing. It will encourage you to go to Jesus and also encourage you about his love for you. So Jesus Strong and Kind, little caveat there, amazing song. Bottom line of all of this is God is with us. And God is with you if you are in him. So trust him. Go to him, rely on him. That is the only way you can keep going and finish this year strong. And a final verse about that, Galatians 6, 9. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. I love that one. Let's take a moment and pray about this together. Father, thank you that we can go to you. Thank you that you promise to renew our strength. You promise that we can go to you when we're tired, when we're weak, when we're frustrated, when we're, we don't know if we can keep going. And I pray that you will renew every teacher listening right now. Teacher, take us a moment and talk to God about the things that you're struggling with and, and ask him to give you the strength or the courage or whatever it is that you need to finish these last weeks of school. Take a moment to thank God and praise him for the fact that he is with you and he will be with you in these final weeks. We thank you, Father, that you are with us, that you promise to give us the strength we need, and we do ask for that strength and stamina for every teacher listening. We pray this in your son Jesus' name. Amen.
I hope this resource, I hope this podcast episode has been an encouragement to you. And I'd like to encourage you to pass it along to another teacher if it has been. Um, you can send them to the Teach for the Heart podcast or you can send them the blog post for this series. It'll have this episode and then as we release future episodes, all of those as well at teachfortheheart.com slash finish. So teachfortheheart.com slash finish um, is where you can um, see the blog post and all of the accompanying resources for this series. Once again, I want to encourage you to grab our teacher appreciation bundle at teachfortheheart.com slash thanks. That's teachfortheheart.com slash thanks. And then join us again next week as we start diving into some of these areas more specifically. Next week in particular, we're going to talk about how to finish well with our students, both on the academic side and the relational side. So we can't wait to see you then. In the meantime, teacher, remember, God is at work in you and through you, and he's using you to make a difference. Keep your eyes on him and teach for the heart.